When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Forever. Dog. Welcome back Welcome. for another steamy, steamy piping scolding serving of hot gas. <laughs> this is our weekly chat show where we talk about events in our lives, issues in politics, politics. and take a deep, deep dive, dive into the DMs. So let's get into, into some, some hot gas. Well... Hoopla, hoopla. Nothing really going on. (laughs) Not much. Why don't we just skip this whole section? There's nothing really going on in the world. Epidemic, epidemia. It's all changing so rapidly. So we're we're taping this on a Sunday. It's not coming out until Friday. (laughs) It might be obsolete. All we're saying is stay strong. Uh, Try not to go out as much as you can. That's our, that's my blanket statement. Yeah. In Corona Town. So let's talk about some shit that's not that right now. I was just going to tell people to jerk off and masturbate a lot because that fills up so much time. Yeah. And then there's always stuff that you can look at that's new. Um, You can do it with your other hand. Mm -hmm. Sit on your one hand until it's dead and then jerk yourself (laughs) off and then it feels like somebody else. Uh Um, You know, maybe it's, it's, it's time to start trying toys. Cool. Uh, lots of things. Yeah, I've been busy. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? What have you been doing to fill the time? Well, before uh, before the end times descended, we did one last gig, and it was called the Trixie Chicks. One last gig. Yeah, it was really really fun. It was a country themed drag show. We all got to feel our Trixie Mattel fantasy. All looked beautiful. All the beauty. Oh yeah, I was like. I was like, uh, yeah, yeah, Lola and Jeremy, we're gonna do, we're gonna do this thing where we dress like Trixie Mattel. They were like, so wait, we have to paint like Trixie Mattel. I was like, yes, that's the whole point. Lola had eyeliner on. <laughs> she had. She did it. her best. She did the tiny version, the, the tiny bird featured version, the Courtney Act version of Trixie Mattel for sure. Yeah. Um. Jeremy was a humdinger ringer for me, apparently, because I was tagged in many a photo. Ah! <laughs> um, but it was a fun gig, and it was at my favorite bar, Precinct. And um, yeah. I, I'm, I'm hopeful that all these bars will be given the same kind of like 
you know, leeway yeah. that we're all hoping for with like rent and mortgages and stuff because yes. what's going to happen? Because these are important places who rely on our business to stay open. A precinct is a, a staple in our community and now is forced to shut their doors to people. They do have food though. So can they be considered a eating establishment? No, they just shut down. They did? Yeah, they yeah. just posted. You shut down until... Further notice? Um, yeah, further notice. So it's going to be a huge hit to a great many lots and lots and lots of people in every avenue. But, um, I mean, I know how special of a place it is for community and for art and like getting to do a show like the Trixie Chicks. I'm glad that we got to do that. Um, and they finally put my picture on the wall too. We're going to post oh. it on, on, on ra- the race chaser pod and you can go see what I mean about that. Is that on the men's room wall? Um, no, I was, I'm I was sorry. casually gazing at all the photos of the lovely Queens uh-huh. and I said, Oh, I'm in that background behind Alaska when she won. I'm officially on the wall. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, good. You can see my hair and my, my, my ponytail. I love that. So I made it. She made it. So as we move into this new era, it's really important to support drag queens. And you can find them on social media. And you can figure out a way to support them by sending them digital tips via Venmo or Cash App. You can buy some merchandise right now. Mm-hmm. It's important to keep uh, keep the wealth moving throughout our community however we can. Because a lot of girls, it was like overnight. They were like, oh, well, the gigs I had lined up for the next week are now completely gone. Gone. And for the next several weeks, it's not going to be any different. But, I mean, necessity is the mother of all invention. And leave it to drag queens to figure out a way to make a buck. And yeah. uh, Bitch Pudding, friend of the pod, is uh, putting together a digital drag show for tonight on Twitch. So if you have Twitch, hit even up. Even if you don't have Twitch. Even if you don't have Twitch, you can uh, tune in and support for all the talent. I'm not touching your phone. I'm holding it so you can read it. I can't see it. My lashes are too big. I'm in full oh, drag. Oh. It says, Twitch is available to be watched by everyone with an internet connection. It's a live streaming platform. So this is uh, 7 p.m. on what, Friday? On Friday, which is when this comes out. 7 p.m. Pacific time on Friday, twitch.tv slash bitchputin, which is spelled B-I-Q-T-C-H. P-U-D-D-I-N. So, um, and I'm going to be part of that live uh, online drag show with Bitch Put In. So tune in. Okay. Uh, how, do you do it from your, your house? She told me all you need is like Skype and you can be part of it. Oh, wow. You should do it too. I mean, maybe I'll do a pop-up. Just do a number for virtual tips. <laughs> Are we pooling virtual tips? Or? Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. Um, guys, seriously, tune in and support talent from all over the nation. Uh, it's And it'll probably be a good time, hopefully. I think this will be a trend that we're going to see more and more. Mm-hmm. And I think it could, like you said, uh, necessity, mother of invention. So this is a way for drag to still happen regardless of time zone or location. So we could start to see some really interesting lineups that wouldn't physically be possible in a real space. Mm-hmm. So support these things. Let's keep the money Don't flowing. Call them things. The the divas <laughs> uh, uh, the divas need us. 
Yes. Yes. The divas do. Um, so I don't know what Fresh Air with Terry Gross is, but it was like an NPR thing, right? Is it? Yeah. So that's available to listen to if you, uh, want to hear some RuPaul. Uh, How was it, Dip? Did you listen? No, my dad did, and he called me. Oh, yeah? Don't you work for RuPaul? That drag queen. (laughs) That drag queen you work for, RuPaul. (laughs) No, but he said he was like, uh, he has a lot of good things to say that his mom told him when he was a kid. Oh, Yeah, they're the best things. It's all his good phrases. She once told me, if you see someone out the window who's drowning, pray for them. <laughs> Do you remember that one? Yeah, that one was. Uh, you oh. differ. You don't know that one. Oh, it was Is great. That in the books? No, it was in an interview where, like, she, she and they were like, "Oh, well, she was paraphrasing." I was like, "Is she?" It's a direct quote. <laughs> I remember just being baffled by it and being like, "Was was uh, Joelle not in the room with you?" Or she, it was something like she was looking out the window of her like. Manhattan like hotel or something and she saw someone in Hudson River drowning <laughs> and she's she said me sending them positivity and good thoughts is more effective than anything else I can do and it's the most helpful <laughs> and people afterward were like wait a second did she just say she watched somebody die <laughs> oh my god I don't know I think it's a story for the sake I, I think it's like an allegory I don't think it actually happened that's what I'm gonna go ahead and go with I mean one would hope it did yeah um, but I would love to learn more about RuPaul and what makes her tick um, listen to Terry Gross fresh air well you can also try out the master class ooh um, which is online now and uh, involves a lot of eyeliner. We have to get into it. I haven't watched it yet. I haven't either, but um, we'll see what's in the race chaser budgie with the forever <laughs> dogs and see if they could maybe um, support the dolls in any way that they would like, mostly monetarily. <laughs> and uh, we'll get on that review because we have been promising <laughs> reviews of it, but um, we are drag queens and we are not the most responsible people. Um, some of us say. don't even podcast in full drag anymore <gasps> Dipper we're looking at you yeah. you may put a toenail on but I want to see nails on the hands too oh those aren't fake toenails oh are you a sun bear we're going to need to trim those claws sun bear no pedicant not pedicure that pedicure needs a cure very petty Ooh, petty, petty, petty. Cure. messy pedicure <laughs> messy and pedicure um i'm definitely going to do the master class though because i growing up rupaul said a lot of great things that have uh helped guide me along my career and um i'm hoping that she continues to spout some of the same stuff authenticity authenticity yeah it's right next to geocities right uh wait what are you referring to nothing lycos nothing and everything lycos (laughs) Authenticity. Uh, uh, Geocities. Geo you think you're clever, don't you? Geocities, Yahoo, Netscape. Wait, what was it? Chrome. Chrome. Chrome is kind of new. Chrome. I'm talking about the old <laughs> one. Lycos. Do you remember Lycos? Uh, Kate, Kate Beckinsdale? Ask Jeeves. Oh, Ask Jeeves. I used to use that all the time. <laughs> yeah. I thought you had to put it in the form of a question, though. <laughs> you were supposed to. 
Oh. Wait, did you say Netscape or Netscape? Uh, well, I don't know what you do after <laughs> after hours, but I said Netscape. And if you Netscape, you need to wash your hands again. <laughs> uh, what was that? I don't always gape, but I... I there was some. I there was some. always gape, but what I do, I netscape. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking for ding, but I pressed the wrong button. You're looking for a ding, press the dong. <laughs> <laughs> um, there is one thing at times of crisis that, you know, just to help me. That's my Helix mattress. <laughs> now we'll just be you. throwing in extra ads and then sending the the bill to the company. <laughs> By the way, we talked about your mattress again. We're going to need some coin. BT Derb. It is. Uh, I mean, we're very lucky that uh, we're very lucky. I mean, I guess we're going to talk about this in our next segment because let's get political. But we are very lucky that that the podcast is something that we can do from re- a remote location. So mm-hmm. we intend to continue on no matter what. We're going to continue bringing the episodes to you. Um, we don't know what's going to happen with the advertisers, how, how much they're affected. But we plan on keeping on going. Yeah, I think we can do it. And thank you for listening and tuning in. Um, also, tune in to our Rainbow Spotlight of the Week. Ooh, tell me there's a Rainbow Spotlight. There is a Rainbow Spotlight. It's by that? Pet Shop Boy on Instagram. And he's also a podcaster. And he's well known for social commentary and humorous IG stories. Oh, really? Yeah, he's got this great playlist that's all Corona themed with like, bops like toxic is on it and um oh my god um there okay so this is a covid it's called covid 19 the playlist that he has curated and uh, some of the songs on it are danger zone point of no return sitting up in my room caution by mariah carey dirty uh i think we're alone now (laughs) wow that's uh that's unique. Music is the healer. So let's uh let's give a listen to one of these great songs from Pet Shop Boy. And you can check it out on pot on Spotify too, if you have Spotify. It's not show is sponsored by better help we all carry around different stressors big and small and when we keep them bottled up it can start to affect us negatively therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest you're literally getting them out of you by speaking them and figuring out how to work through whatever's weighing you down that's right and i think uh and i've said this before i think therapy is a very useful tool whether you've been through something very traumatic or you're just trying to better yourself 
Yeah, and if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. You don't have to leave your house. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Yeah, all the therapists have licenses, so get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash drag today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Drag. This episode is brought to you by who I almost nodded off because this Helix mattress is so comfortable. Helix Sleep! The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, the newly released Helix Elite Collection, a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids. I've had several many Helix mattresses for several many years now, and I love I them all. They're all my I've babies. read the men's room wall. We have the midnight dusk. We have the uh, we have the one for uh, heavy sleepers, and that's also oh, good. Oh, they're if, all good. If you have slumber parties, if uh, lots, of, I love a Helix party, uh, and we are the Helix girls, and we have been for such a long time that we know what works best for us and our bodies. But if you don't know, you could take a Helix sleep quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. They've got models with memory foam layers to provide optimal pressure relief if you sleep on your side. Also models with a more responsive foam to cradle your body for essential support in stomach and back sleeping positions. Ooh, plus enhanced cooling features to help you from overheating at night. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door, free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. So that's why they offer a 100-night trial to try out your new Helix mattress and a 10- to 15-year warranty. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash Drag. Drag and use code Helix Partner Twenty. This is their best offer yet, and it's not gonna last long. It's so good, I'm gonna say it again. That's HelixSleep.com/drag and use code Helix Partner Twenty. With Helix, better sleep starts now. We are back. Yes, we are back, and uh, it's that time. Uh, uh, um, uh, um, pitch pipe. Um, here's the pitch pipe. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, let's get political. Political. I wanna get political. Let me see your policy. <laughs> Uh, Drusilla, Anastasia. Time for music rehearsal. I would like to see a poli-sci at once. Cinderella, of course you can join the podcast as soon as you clean the, uh, clean the lace. The lentils. Clean the lace, all the wigs by vanities upstairs. Yes, every single one of them. As, uh, as soon as you resole the red bottoms on the shelf, every single pair. Of course you can go to the ball. Of course you can come to the course. podcast, darling. <laughs> <laughs> As soon as you ride the soul, every single garment in the car, in the, uh, in the uh, rack. <laughs> <laughs> Commitment. <laughs> um, did you guys know that it's census time? Well, I mean, who gives a fuck about it? Are we going to have really? mail by Friday? Really? The census? We're worried about the census? They want to do a census just to see how many of us are dead. Uh, 
Okay, no, the census is important. important. <laughs> Why? What does it do? Maybe it'll tell us in this outline. Okay. U.S. citizens will be mailed mm-hmm. census information, which include a 12-digit census ID mm-hmm. that you could use to log into mycensus2020.gov and fill out the census. Okay, Wait, so what you is can a do census? It does it just do it count people or does it tell specific things about people? Both, I believe. And, okay, the the reason this is important, which it seems like in this world where so many things are in motion and kind of crazy right now, it's like, why does this matter? But this is important because it helps the government designate resources and allocate money based on how many people are in different areas and what their specific needs are. I'm- so if we're not all counted, the allocations won't be right. But, I mean, even if there are allocations, who's to say that Donald Trump won't just, like, dissolve an office, like, I don't know, based around, like, epidemics that could happen because he wanted to cut some budge, you know? Like, we're all going to do our part, but, like, fuck a census. Let's figure out this electoral college. Can't we just, like, us as, like, voters make a list of things that we want them to fix first? That's, Mm -hmm. I mean, that's what voting is. That's the whole point. Is it? Because I feel like my decision doesn't matter at all with this electoral college. Well, in theory, it should matter, and it should your voice should be heard, and that's the whole point. Well, twice in my lifetime, the popular vote of America was not the president. Yeah. So twice, I feel betrayed by my country. Um, and like it feels to- antiquated. Yeah, it feels like something needs to change, and it feels like all those white men that voted for no paid leave and then went on paid leave in Congress, that just feels like a giant slap in the face to all their constituents. And it like, is. I mean, I don't watch a lot of news. I just, like, you know, like, tags and Minesweeper and stuff. And, like, just the parts that I see frustrate me so hard, like, that yeah. these people are ruining our country, and they're getting paid to do it. Well, yeah. they're getting paid very well. Yeah. Not tip spots. So, like, how do we change this? Well, the thing about the census, they do it every 10 years, I believe. Mm-hmm. And so, the you know, the hope is that current people in power will no longer be in power shortly. And uh, this census will will have much more of an effect. That would be cool. And there's no citizenship question on it. A lot of people were scared if you would have to mark your citizenship. Good. For like undocumented people. Who it's still good that that's not on there. Yeah. yeah. Um. Well, how are you feeling about the coronavirus? <laughs> how am I feeling about it? The witch. So walk. good. Yeah. Never better. So fun. <laughs> I <laughs> don't. <laughs> Have you been hunkering down with anybody fun? Have you gotten any projects started that have been procrastinating or I mean it's very have the wounds scabbed over. It's very to even be able to like do those sorts of things though is like a really like lucky and privileged place to come from for all this because for a lot of people it's like they've had to keep going to work. And being around people, I'm I'm thinking of people who work in the medical industry, mm-hmm. or people who work selling us the groceries that people are buying way too fucking much of and clearing the shelves. They're coming into contact with tons of people because they don't have a choice. So like, I I'm I think I'm feeling the like 
the collective like like pain of that because it's it's fucking up so many people's lives like we're really lucky we can still do a podcast and that's like a job that we can still continue to do mm-hmm. but like there's a lot of people who don't have that option so i don't know i mean it's it's deeply fucked up and i and i worry and it scares me and yeah i don't know well you know most of my jobs involve walking the streets and large groups of people wow. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was gonna say that most of my jobs involve um, two people. Oh, okay. Right. And of course. Um, of course. even some even the trade that isn't afraid to raw dog it with a stranger whose first name they don't even know uh-huh. is saying, "Oh no, I'm staying in." I'm like, "Oh, now you want to be safe? Now you want to be safe?" Yeah, which is good. Yes. Um, because remember when I talked about all the masturbation? Yeah. It's because. I couldn't get anybody to come over to my house because I certainly wasn't leaving. Yeah. And I already cut the hole in the the sheet and hung it up over the door. Oh, my God. (laughs) It's probably for the best because we're not, you know, being young and generally in good health. We're not we're not going to die if we do come into contact with it. But it's going to create a larger, wider problem just if we continue to bounce into other people and keep it alive and keep it spreading and keep it moving around. Mm-hmm. Right. That's like, that's the idea. Of Wait, social so distancing. if we get it, we won't die. Well, we might, but we probably won't. Uh, okay, cool. But we could carry it. We could carry it asymptomatically. Have you seen this video? Uh, uh-uh. it's about fire. No, it's the idea of the spread of something. So it's a line of matches. And if you just remove one match, then the fire doesn't spread. Just so, get a lighter. So by staying inside and avoiding contact with people, you could be that match that helps not spread the fire. Yes. You can match me on um, Queerty or Quibby. <laughs> <laughs> Neither of those are <laughs> Chappie. Oh, wait, no, Chappie shut down. Chappie's Bumble now. Not Chappie. Oh, man, I did, that. I did my little Chappie promo. Catch me. Catch me. Catch me on Quibi. Catch uh, me is catch, the new one. Is it? Oh yeah, I did a party for it. Yeah. A nightingale. It's supposed to it's, sing sweet nightingale. Sing sweet nightingale. The party I did for Catch Me, um, they they told me that it was a dating app based more around um interests and how you click with other users instead of looks and i said oh cool a dating app for blind people and they at that point were not happy with me so i was like well you what should i say on the mic they're like oh maybe we'll do a push-up competition to see who how many people i was like this is stupid who's ever running this party is terrible you need to tell the man with the money to come, come here, here and pay, pay me, me. Don't be throwing no shade. I just, but then the bitch tried to get me to make an announcement at 10.02 about something, and she told me I needed to focus. And I said, I'm only working until 10. Have a good night. Ooh. Yeah, it was great. Focus on me. Focus on me. <laughs> fo- fo- focus on me. That's uh, Jamie Foxx. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh my god. Uh, well, as a we were we pre-record these episodes. This is probably the last one we'll be doing in person with one another for a little while. But we are far away. We're distancing ourselves. We we've, we've changed the setup. Luckily, Forever Dog Studios is a huge spacious. space. I mean, so, the Getty does uh, lease some space out from us yeah. for their for their archive collections. I will say your makeup looks great from this distance. Thank you so <laughs> much. <laughs> and I can barely smell your crystal deodorant. <laughs> What's the crystal people that pay us? Native. Native. I can. That's not crystal. That's real. it's eucalyptus and mint. Mint. Oh, not. <laughs> Most popular. Most popular. Emollient. <laughs> Stool softener. So uh, don't say pussy. By this this is all developing really fast. We've recorded this a few days in advance. So what we're telling you now, you probably already know and it's out of date already. So keep up to date on cdc.gov. And Slash drag. Um, stay safe. Stay, you know, inside. Don't 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 go into big gatherings. And basically, it's like what you do after you get your your pads out of the wash. You got to flatten the curve. You got to put on a couple pairs of tights. You got to stay home. Social distancing. You wash your pads? I've never tried that. I don't wash my pads. We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. Why are you making that face at because he did the one hand break. <laughs> oh, yeah. Who's jer- jerking off ghosts? <laughs> oh, wow. It's so dark. It's, it's always darkest before the dawn, though. That's deep. Mm-hmm. That's deep tea. Dawn. It's time that we go spelunking. Deep inside the DM. Remember. <laughs> Remember, you can email. Let's be, the, let's be that group with its one mind. Remember to email your your. Questions, questions and queries to Wally's Chaser Podcast at gmail.com. We crushed it. An update on the Season bleeding 13. hole of Atlanta cum dumpster from Seth. All right. This was a very memorable message we got last week. Because there was blood all over. And he has sent a uh, lovely update. He's the one with the bleeding anus, with the anus problems, with the rubber band around the growth. Rubber band around the... uh, This is not from him. This is from a listener who... Why is it written in... Is that blood? It's a (laughs) follow-up. It's written in blood. Blood. Anal blood. Do you want to read it? I only accept correspondence written in anal blood. You should know this. You know that. Yeah, I'll read it. Thank you. Let me preface. Hello, race chase. Oh, something just fell off my, a rhinestone just popped off my face. All right, Roger (laughs) O'Hara. Did you see that? All right, Roger O'Hara, your rhinestone's right off your face. It fell down my blouse. Uh. (laughs) It brazed my nipple. 
Um, hello, Race Chasers, Alaska Von Thunderfuck, Willem Veli, and Dipper Snapper. <laughs> Let me preface this by saying, sorry, no dick pics, such a professional medical advice. I heard okay. the latest hot goss where a listener wrote in regarding rectal bleeding after an encounter with two men. If there is a way you can pass this message on to him, I would appreciate it. I'm a gay doctor in LA, and yes, you mentioned, he could have a rectal tear, fissure, or from his description, likely large internal hemorrhoids that were aggravated by anal sex. Mm -hmm. It seems that he is doing all the right things. The rubber banding he had done is just the first stop, and home care with creams, suppositories, and sitz baths are good. If it hurts, he should take acetaminophen as needed. With all that said, he needs to see a gay doctor or colorectal surgeon. The colorectal surgeon is key because what he has likely needs advanced treatment. Not always surgery. He may even repeat the rubber band procedure. The rubber band man starts to bleed. <laughs> there is a newer and great technique I refer my patients for called the Doppler method, where Doppler an ultrasound <laughs> is used to find the blood vessels and cut off supply. It is very effective with good recovery time and outstanding um. results. Please, please let him know if he is going through is not uh, <laughs> nut. <laughs> please let him know what he is going through is not uncommon, mm-hmm. but should be taken care of as soon as possible by seeking advice. Thanks for all your podcast. It's, it's very personal to me. As season four gave me the strength and courage to come out and be myself. Aww. Best, Dr. Seth. Thank you, Dr. Seth. And Dipper, you, have you passed this on to um, to the young listener? Who? Uh... Yeah, I will. I just figured he would also hear it on this podcast. Now, if you pass oh, okay. this on, the Doppler effect will be the Dippler effect. <laughs> um, I was wondering... The Dippler radar! If Dr. Seth has any... Um, Anything he can help out with during this traumatic time, like um, injectables. Light injectables. Um, uh, filler, fat transfer. Botulotoxin. If you'd like to sponsor the podcast, please do Radius. so. Uh, b- uh, rubber bands for our rectums. <laughs> Anything helps at this time. Uh, hair Just follicle transfer. Go to geocities.netscape slash drag. Yes. Uh, the you, next Josh. message is from Diane. Thank you, Diane. Greetings, distingu- distinguished panel of judges and Willem. Wow. Oh, wow. I am writing regarding some life advice, and I hope you'd be dears and provide some guidance. I am 29 years old, and I've recently applied to law school. Fingers crossed, Divas. On top of the initial stresses this is causing, loans, quitting my full-time job, costs related to applying, my partner has expressed to me that he feels I am too old to begin this journey. Not necessarily necessarily that I am that I am too old for the rigors of law school, but that I'm too old to put my life on hold while I pursue three years of rigorous study. In his opinion, I'm delaying dealing with the real world, and I'm using additional school as an excuse to quit a mundane job. He thinks I should have done this years ago directly out of college. Uh, personally, this has always been a dream of mine, and I had no doubts about my decision until he told me his opinion. What do you think? Should I reconsider taking into consideration our current lifestyle and situation, or should I say fuck it and pursue my dreams regardless of the potential fallout? I truly would love to hear advice from both of you, as you are both my guiding lights in this cruel, cruel world. Yours truly, mes bons, Dion. These are mes bons, Dion. I think it's important to listen to his partner and figure out why his partner is her. saying this instead of... I'm guessing. What? I think her name is her. Oh, okay. Well, her. Whatever. Diane. 
I mean, it's kind of up in the air. <laughs> <laughs> Not to get hung up on pronouns. <laughs> um, <laughs> I I think that call her whatever pronouns you want. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> um, I don't think that uh, that it's helpful just saying that he should have done. She should have done it earlier, mm-hmm. or or you need to know why the the reasoning behind your partner's answers. Maybe they're worried about supporting both of you maybe mm-hmm. they're worried that you're going to go to school and meet younger people and not like you there's so many reasons that you should figure out if you're going to stay in a relationship with this person mm-hmm. you need to figure this out because three years is a long time especially yeah. if they're going to be somehow like bearing the brunt of the household yes and that concern i can understand if it's, you know, I'm going to have to be like working double time to support you through law school and I don't feel like doing that, that's valid. Him saying, I think you're too old and you should have done it and it's too late. It's like, no, you if your long-term goal is to be a lawyer, then like you should figure out a way to do that with your partner uh, in whatever way that's going to mean. Uh, because age is like... I was just watch. I just started watching Project Runway. I know it's over. I know who won, but I just started watching it. And there's a woman on there, and she's I think like 65. And she was like, she was like, you know, I was in this corporate job, but I wasn't fulfilled. And I said to myself, if I if I was young, what would I do and what would I pursue? And it would be fashion design. So she went to school later in her life for fashion design, and now she's on Project Runway. Um, but I believe that I think I think you can't I think using age is an excuse that people use. And it's like, well, you did it and it, you didn't do it. We live in a time now where if it's your fucking dream to be a lawyer, girl, figure it out and you can do it. And you know what? You'll be a lawyer in a few years. So you can make it up to your husband. Yeah. Um, I say do it. Tyler, Tyler writes in, Dear Willem, my South Philly princess, Alaska, and Big Dipper Wizwit. In this season's Race Chaser mm-hmm. photo shoot, Willem is gorgeously sporting a bejeweled Bob and Barbara's t-shirt. Mm. Bob and Barbara's is one of Philly's most legendary bars and the first place I ever saw a bucking, twirling diva drag. Oh. My request is simple. Willem, if you have a story, a tale, a yarn to weave about your time and to weave about a time your little tootsies graced the sticky floors of Bob and Barbara's. It would fulfill my grimy Philly wish. Switching things up with a meaty hole pick. <laughs> Dive in, divas. My God. Well, it looks like all the hair is rubbed off the ball. <laughs> rubbed off. Friction rub. Friction rub. Yeah. Um, but the rest of the hair is unruly and wild. And I'd comment on the hole, but it's uh, obscured. <laughs> obscured. By the A thick nest of glistening hair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, tell us about Bob and Barbara's. Well, Bob and Barbara's is this little establishment in Philly. It's a, it's a gay bar. Um, mm. is it a gay bar? It might be a bar that does a gay night. I'm not sure okay. if it is a full gay bar all the time. Um, I used to sneak in. Some nights they would let me in. Some nights they wouldn't because mm. I was. 17 and then 18 after that uh i i just the bar i would go to to, to drink and um, perform watch drag because like they had drag shows there who'd, i never performed there who'd you see do Shit. you remember anybody's names no this was 
more than 15 years ago, less than 20 years ago. Dancing Divas of Drag. Dancing Divas of Drag. I love those early moments. I mean, I was really, I, I was very like, well, what is this when I first saw drag performers? Oh, I always knew I wanted to be it, like for sure. You but said like, I want to be that mom. I would get in drag or my version of drag to go to Bob and Barbara's to try to get in because if you're in drag, it's harder for them to card you. Right. Um. So, I would just. It was cheap drinks, and the floor is very, very sticky. <laughs> Barely a stage to speak of. Yeah. Um. The last time I went there, I think floor was shows. <laughs> floor shows. Philly Pride, <laughs> I think, was like three or four years ago, and I went and just some um some queen uh a house diva of some sort uh-huh. very darcel if uh-huh. you if you frequent the parliament house love darcel uh, she she was shouting out people in the audience and uh she uh she said here we got some some uh some people here blah 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 there were a couple of us she definitely called me william and it was one of those oh well let's get a picture i don't watch the show but uh was one of those i don't watch the show i've never seen it but on episode three i <laughs> love the outfit you wore the top that you wore in the mini challenge did you borrow in fact, that from I had tatiana or <laughs> oh yes yeah. i did and i don't I do it again <laughs> have, you, have you ever been to bob and barbara's i don't know it sounds familiar but i would have to like go there and see it mm-hmm. there's yeah. this one little place we did karaoke one night i don't know i don't think it was i don't know um, our next message is from Jack. Dear Alaska Willem and Big Dipster, I identify as sexually fluid, cis male. It took me a long time to find a term to define myself that actually felt right. I'm writing to you queens because my friend who identifies as a gay cis male always introduces me as gay to people when we go out and doesn't take my legitimate interest in women seriously. It's happened for a few years and I'm beginning to get very bothered with it. What seems to be a denial or refusal of my sexual identity. I've never questioned his sexual identity. I've always just believed what he told me. I have the conversation about sexual fluidity all the time with heterosexual people and nine out of ten of them are generally and genuinely interested and ask questions that aren't stereotypical or rude when i have brought things up to my friend in the past it has turned into a laganja style i feel very attacked moment i have recently felt much more confident and self-loving in my queerdom especially after mardi gras here in australia and i think that this is why this has begun to bother me more than it was in the past should i Thanks for the podcast. It makes me dri- it makes my drive to work on Thursday and Saturday mornings much better. Every time someone says the word very, all I hear in my head is Jiggly saying Saint-Tropez. Now after you discuss it on the pod. I've attached an explicit shot of my wang being enjoyed by a friendly gentleman whose name I never quite caught. It's average in size, but I've never had any complaints. Yours sincerely, sexually fluid in Sydney. Hope. Fully a medium level friend of the pod. Um, it is shaved bald, shaved bald, <laughs> snatched back, engorged, <laughs> peeled back, and being surfaced. Um, that marsupial is out of its pouch. The pubis looks to have a bit of a shadow. Like pubis the, shadow, the pubis. Tell me, there's a pubis shadow. I didn't know what I was looking at at first, but I had to turn the picture around, and then I realized that was a mouth, and that is a. It's not. Those are lips or a, a dimple, maybe. Oh. That dot is that a dimple? Dimple. Dimple. Dimples and dicks. Just give a blowjob. 
Um, I would I would say that if someone has to introduce you to their friends and the most interesting thing about you is your sexuality, um, you should tell them shut the fuck up. Be like, hey, mm-hmm. listen, you, you that is not what you have to lead with. This is George, and he is. You know, there's more interesting things. Or yes. just shut up and let people figure it out on their own. Don't fucking, you know, throw gasoline on his bed. Yeah. Courtney's coming. What? She decided to come. Why? I don't know. Oh, God. Okay. How nice. More drag queens. Just what we need in a crisis. Oh, wonderfully camp. Um, <laughs> no, I understand. I mean, I guess it would feel really like not being seen and not being respected to have someone just like call you something that you're not. Like it, he, he identifies as, as sexually fluid. He has partners who are this and who are also that. And so to not feel seen by someone who's a friend of yours for a bunch of years, I can understand how it would be a little bit irksome. Mm-hmm. So um, I think you can have, I, I think you should tell your friend to listen to this pod and we're going to tell that friend, be fucking respectful of your fucking cis friend who's sexually fluid. God damn it. I agree. Now this is from Kate. Twitter's new project. From so Kate. <laughs> a pickle. Twitter's <laughs> new product is called Fleet. I just really thought y'all should know that. Huh? How does Twitter have a product? Product. Twitter's creating stories, just like Instagram and mm. then Facebook started stories. With and what? Then- words or like yes. videos? Words. Words that disappear in twenty-four hours. Oh, that's stupid. So instead of a tweet, it is called a fleet. Like a fleeting moment. Now, this begs the question, are there no gay people working over there? Or was a very clever gay person working over there who was like, this is so fucking taboo and fucking sickening. And Fleet is the name of the enemas that drag, that not drag queens, but uh, that people who douche their asshole use. They're called Fleet enemas. I mean, also drag queens. One yes. that you're looking at. The first thing that comes to our mind when we hear fleet is fucking douching. So either they are tone deaf or they know that we're going to talk about it, which we are right now, which is the only reason that we would be talking about it is that it's something funny that only gay people know about. I don't know. If you work at Twitter and you are gay, let us know. Next message is from Jess. Hey, dolls. Over the past year, I've been getting more and more into piercings. Love them. What do you have pierced? I know Willem has ears and Alaska not, but anything else? Any fave piercing locations to see on a person? Any plans to get more pierced? Thanks for your friend, deep friend, your deep friend, Jess. Um, well, I've had my taint pierced. Um, I liked it. It was it was right where it was a barbell once it healed, Oof. and it was right where the prostate is. Like if you're pressing and it's right there. So literally I could sit on that stool or any stool um, and just rock back and forth and like feel your prostate get like massaged. Not enough to like come. Nice. But like it's enough to amuse yourself while you're working a (laughs) nine to five, Um, which I was at the time because I was fucking the piercer who worked next door to this coffee shop that I worked at when I was 17. Oh, nice. Um, Ears. That's it. Ears. No. Oh, nipples. I pierced my own nipple in ninth grade so I'd get sent home from school because I was wearing a white shirt and I knew it would bleed a lot. 
Um, oh, wow. Because I had pierced it like two nights before at the beach and it was like, I did a little too far back and it was a bleeder. So I re-pierced it, bled a lot, got sent home from school. Then oh, wow. I re-pierced them both professionally using my sister's ID. <laughs> um, and then I re-pierced them again later and then I had to take everything out when I got lipo. You're not a lot of metal in your body when you have surgery, usually. Oh, uh, okay. Um, and then I haven't done anything since. Wow. I wanted to do my nose, but I'm afraid of getting a keloid. Yeah. Because Anthony got a keloid. Mm. And, like, they're they're usually rare in Caucasian people. Uh-huh. But, you know, if he got it. Did he have a ring or a septum? He had a, uh, a stud in a his stud. nostril, and he got a keloid around it. Oh. So, I mean, it's not Corona, but. Yeah. Yeah. And then he took it out. The keloid went away and he did it again. Another keloid. So I was like, maybe you shouldn't pierce that. Yeah. It looks like you pierced a fucking mole. Yeah. Because that's what it turned into. But whatever. I'm thinking of getting my ears pierced again so I can wear like proper earrings. I mean, why not? I don't know when I'm going to do that at this point. Probably not anytime soon. On your Twitch drag show. Uh, right. Just do it with a potato and a safety pin. I used to have my both my ears pierced. I used to have my cartilage pierced on the left. I had that too, yeah. I used to have my Lebray pierced. What's Lebray? It's this thing on your center. You right did? There. You were a scene queen? Yeah, I was such a scene queen. Were? Yeah, I think it was... I think it was in college that I did that. And I also had my um, left nipple pierced, which I worked in an office at the time. And it was very, like, sensitive right after I got it done. And it was, like, under my shirt. So it felt very, like, taboo. Like, oh, my God, nobody knows that I have this fucking piece of throbbing metal. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Buffalo billing about. But I love, yeah, I I think piercings are cool. Hmm. I I just don't have any right now. Do you have any piercings, Dip? No. You're just like cringing over here while we're talking about it. I, I think can't you don't imagine, like them. Like, poking through my body. The only meat yeah. you want to see pierced is a kebab. <laughs> yes, ma'am. From Cuba. Hello, Alaska Willem and Big Dipper Tina, who I recently found out is a piping hot individual. Ooh, Ooh. Somebody likes you. They want to dip into the dip. Um, I'm writing to you from Poland, and since you ladies are the most reliable queer newscast, (laughs) I'm hoping that this message will get to race chasers all around the world. It's the third day of our quarantine in our country, and people start to act a little bit crazy. All the schools, universities, museums, and cinemas are closed. Today, Mm -hmm. they decide to close restaurants and coffee shops. People start to hoard food and other supplies, like buying 96 rolls of toilet paper or getting any groceries with a long expiry date, like grains. The massive panic is getting a little bit out of hand. For real, today I visited my friend, and instead of bringing her wine, I bought her three boxes of rice, since she couldn't get in any nearby shop. My question is, since I need something to get my mind off the impending dome, what TV shows do you recommend to binge watch? Stay safe, dolls. Cuba. P.S. I wish I could send you a dick pic, but socio-political climate is hard to get hard. Wow. Um, what have you been watching? Anything? Of the note? Simpsons. Oh, always a positive. I've been watching a lot of Bob's Burgers. Okay, nice. I watched Bob's Burgers, and then I watched um, I watched something else too. It was really good. Oh, fuck, that's delicious. Fuck, that's it's this it's this rapper named Action Bronson who's like an amazing rapper. Yeah. And like his little posse traveling around all the world, going to all these places. Um, it's really great. Work. Uh, what have you been watching, Dip? Have you been found any TV time? 
Other than the time with the TVs here. <laughs> I've been watching old movies. Like, I just watched Tu Wong Fu again. What about Contagion? No! no. I, Mom's Mabley. I've heard that it's very similar to what's going on right now. And I think I'm going to watch it. I did start watching American Horror Story this season where they were like apocalyptic. Mm-hmm. And I shut it off because. Uh, too much. Far too much. I It was a little. Sarah Paulson was a little arch in all of her delivery. And I was like, girl. Arch. Arch. Like an, <laughs> too arch for she's me. She's very arch. She was playing it a little arch for me. She but... was playing it broad and archy. <laughs> Um, so I, I just, I, I was turned off by that. So I stopped watching that, but, um, I can't think of it. Oh, I watched East Siders, a little bit of that. Oh. Um, yeah. Which is, uh, all on Netflix. Yeah. I just started Project Runway, as I mentioned, the new one, new season. It's great. So much to talk about. And there's lots of Simpsons, which is why I like it because... It's all on Disney Plus every single episode over like 30 years. So I've been watching SNL a lot too. Oh, good. Because that's easy to catch up on and hang in there, Cuba. Yeah, you could do it. From James. Hello there, Alestra, Wilburn, and Doppelturn Blad. Sorry, I had my autocorrect stuck on Big Dipper mode. Oh my God. <laughs> Coming for you so. I was just wondering if you had heard that the newly elected president of Argentina has a drag queen for a son, Alberto Fernandez, who was just elected back in November, uh, has been openly supportive of his son, Estanislao, who goes by the drag name Dizzy. She is apparently a big deal in the Argentine drag scene. Even before the election, Fernandez had said about his son, I have pride in my son. How can I not be proud? My son is a rights activist in that community. I would worry if my son was a criminal, but he is a great man. While there is still anti-gay bullying in Argentina, Argentina, same-sex marriage is legal and is a leading nation in Latin America for LGBTQ rights. Oh, that's amazing. Here's a few articles about this as well as a link to Dizzy's Instagram and, of course, some pictures of my penis for your inspection at D-Y-H-Z-Y. Much love, James. That's so cool. That is great. I'm looking uh, her up right now. Sometimes that's all it takes. D H D Y H Z Y. The verified. Oh yeah. Oh, Gorge too. I want to. Gorgentines. Gorgentine. So lovely. D Y H Z Y. D Y H Z Y. Really great with makeup. Um, oh, very pretty. Very thanks lovely. For, thanks for letting us know about this, James. I just followed her. Um, body out. Body. Bodied. Figure. She's living. Face. She's like the Aquaria of the South. I thought that a little bit, too. Very stunning. Very lovely. Thank you for sharing that. We stand <laughs> and we support, for sure. Someone told me funny about something funny about a South American queen. Um, they posted something about... Uh, the most awarded drag queen in the world uh, or the most famous or something. Pablo? Well, they were, someone was posting about Rue and a, oh. 
a fan account posted, well, actually, Pablo's beating you. <laughs> and here's all of his awards and XYZ and XYZ. And he was blocked by RuPaul <laughs> oh. because we know that that's her favorite button. And I and they sent me a screenshot of that. And I was like, I, I do not need to participate in this constant egging on of you RuPaul. I mean, you can't quantify who is the most famous this or that because it's not just about numbers on a social media yeah. platform. It's about a broader thing. And we don't know that information. It's not quantifiable. Mm-mm. RuPaul says it to be cunty because you know why not you have a fucking TV show that everybody watches and you're the host of it so why why not you can throw that around are you talking about my Quibi show <laughs> <laughs> I am the most famous and influential drag queen in the world maybe we can get you on sometime thank you so much for listening to all the hot please send us your questions your race chaser podcast at gmail.com good questions Paper towels and toilet paper get nudity. We're calling nudity priority, priority. at this oh. time. Nudity priority nudity at priority. this time. I'm sorry, are you nudity priority? I think you have a jacket on. Hmm. We have also bonus video content available on patreon.com slash Willem. You can sign up to be a patron and you can support us and just search using the hashtag race chaser and you can watch whatever videos you want and now is the time to do it. Watch them. Follow us on Instagram at Willem at the only Alaska 5000 mm-hmm. and at race chaser pod mm-hmm. and we will be back next week with more piping steaming scalding boiling Hot Goss is a Forever Dog podcast. Produced by Big Dipper. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Mixed and mastered by Will Pitts. Our theme song is graciously provided by ATF Enterprises. This goss is hot. Hot. <laughs> <laughs>